Section 15 of the Natural History, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lawrence Trask. The Natural History, Volume 3, by Pliny the Elder, translated by John Bostock and Henry Thomas Riley. Section 15. Chapter 6. The Palm Tree. In other respects, Egypt is the country that is best suited of all for the production of unguents, and next to it, Campania, from its abundance of roses. Judea, too, is greatly renowned for its perfumes, and even still more so for its palm trees, the nature of which I shall take this opportunity of enlarging upon. There are some found in Europe also. They are not uncommon in Italy, but are quite barren there. The palms on the coast of Spain bear fruit, but it is sour. The fruit of those of Africa is sweet, but quickly becomes vapid and loses its flavor, which, however, is not the case with the fruit of those that grow in the east. From these trees a wine is made, and bred by some nations, and they afford an aliment for numerous quadrupeds. It will be with very fair reason, then, that we shall confine our description to the palm-tree of foreign countries. There are none in Italy that grow spontaneously, nor, in fact, in any other part of the world, with the exception of the warm countries. Indeed, it is only in the very hottest climates that this tree will bear fruit. Chapter 7. The Nature of the Palm-Tree the palm tree grows in a light and sandy soil, and for the most part of a nitrous quality. It loves the vicinity of flowing water, and as is its nature to imbibe the whole of the year, there are some who are of opinion that in a year of drought it will receive injury from being manured, even if the manure is not first mixed with running water. This at least is the idea entertained by some of the Assyrians. The varieties of the palm are numerous. First of all, there are those which do not exceed the size of a shrub. They are mostly barren, though sometimes they are known to produce fruit. The branches are short, and the tree is well covered with leaves all round. In many places this tree is used as a kind of rough cast, as it were, to protect the walls of houses against damp. The palms of greater height form whole forests, the trunk of the tree being protected all round by pointed leaves, which are arranged in the form of a comb. These, it must be understood, are wild palms, though sometimes, by some wayward fancy or other, they are known to make their appearance among the cultivated varieties. The other kinds are tall, round, and tapering, and being furnished with dense and projecting knobs or circles in the bark, arranged in regular gradation. They are found easy of ascent by the people in the east, in order to do which the climber fastens a loop of osier around his body and the trunk, and by this contrivance ascends the tree with astonishing rapidity. All the foliage is at the summit, and the fruit as well, this last being situate not among the leaves, as is the case with other trees, but hanging in clusters from shoots of its own among the branches, and partaking of the nature both of the grape and the apple. The leaves terminate in a sharp edge, like that of a knife, while the sides are deeply indented, a peculiarity which first gave the idea of a troop of soldiers presenting face on two sides at once. At the present day they are split asunder to form ropes and withes for fastening, as well as light umbrellas for covering the head. 
the more diligent inquirers into the operations of nature state that all trees or rather all plants or other productions of the earth belong to either one sex or the other a fact which it may be sufficient to notice on the present occasion and one which manifests itself in no tree more than in the palm the male tree blossoms at the shoots the female buds without blossoming the bud being very similar to an ear of corn in both trees the flesh of the fruit shows first and after that the woody part inside of it or in other words the seed and that this is really the case is proved by the fact that we often find small fruit on the same shoot without any seed in it at all this seed is of an oblong shape and not rounded like the olive stone it is also divided down the back by a deep indentation and in most specimens of this fruit there is exactly in the middle a sort of navel as it were from which the root of the tree first takes its growth in planting this seed it is laid on its anterior surface two being placed side by side while as many more are placed above for when planted singly the tree that springs up is but weak and sickly whereas the four seeds all unite and form one strong tree the seed is divided from the flesh of the fruit by several coats of a whitish color some of which are attached to the body of it it lies but loosely in the inside of the fruit adhering only to the summit by a single thread the flesh of this fruit takes a year to ripen though in some places cypress for instance even if it should not reach maturity it is very agreeable for the sweetness of its flavor the leaf of the tree too in that island is broader than elsewhere and the fruit rounder than usual the body of the fruit however is never eaten but is always spit out again after the juice has been extracted in arabia the palm fruit is said to have a sickly sweet taste although juba says that he prefers the date found among the arabian senate and to which they give the name of dablan before those of any other country for its flavor in addition to the above particulars it is asserted that in a forest of natural growth the female trees will become barren if they are deprived of the males and that many female trees may be seen surrounding a single male with downcast heads and a foliage that seems to be bowing caressingly towards it while the male tree on the other hand with leaves all bristling and erect by its exhalations and even the very sight of it and the dust from off of it fecundates the other if the male tree too should happen to be cut down the female trees thus reduced to a state of widowhood will at once become barren and unproductive so well indeed is the sexual union between them understood that it has been imagined even that fecundation may be ensured through the agency of man by means of the blossom and the down gathered from off the male trees and indeed sometimes by only sprinkling the dust from off of them on the male trees chapter eight how the palm tree is planted palm trees are also propagated by planting the trunk is first divided with certain fissures two cubits in length which communicate with the pith of the tree and is then buried in the earth a slip also torn away from the root will produce a sucker with vitality and the same may be obtained from the more tender among the branches in assyria the tree itself is sometimes laid level and then covered over in a moist soil upon which it will throw out roots all over but it will grow only to be a number of shrubs and never a tree hence it is that they plant nurseries and transplant the young trees when a year old and again when two years old 
as they thrive all the better for being transplanted this is done in the spring season in other countries but in assyria about the rising of the dog star in those parts they do not touch the young trees with the knife but merely tie up the foliage that they may shoot upward and so attain considerable height when they are strong they prune them in order to increase their thickness but in doing so leave the branches for about half a foot indeed if they were cut off at any other place the operation would kill the parent tree we have already mentioned that they thrive particularly well in a saltish soil hence when the soil is not of that nature it is the custom to scatter salt not exactly about the roots but at a little distance off there are palm trees in syria and in egypt which divide into two trunks and some in crete into three and as many as five even some of these trees bear immediately at the end of three years and in cyprus syria and egypt when they are four years old others again at the end of five years at which period the tree is about the height of a man so long as the tree is quite young the fruit has no seed within from which circumstance it has received the nickname of the eunuch chapter nine the different varieties of palm trees and their characteristics there are numerous varieties of the palm tree in assyria and throughout the whole of persis the barren kinds are made use of for carpenter's work and the various appliances of luxury there are whole forests also of palm trees adapted for cutting and which after they are cut shoot again from the root the pith of them towards the top which is usually called the brain of the tree is sweet to the taste and the tree will live even after it has been extracted which is the case with no other kind the name of this tree is shamareps it has a broader and softer leaf than the others which is extremely useful for various kind of wicker work these trees are very numerous in crete and even more so in sicily the wood of the palm tree when ignited burns both brightly and slowly in some of those that bear fruit the seed of the fruit is shorter than in others while in some again it is longer in some it is softer than in others and in some harder in some it is osseous and crescent-shaped polished with a tooth superstition employs the stone as an antidote against charms and fascination this stone is enclosed in several coats more or less in number sometimes they are of a thick texture and sometimes very thin hence it is that we find nine and forty different kinds of palm trees if any one will be at the trouble of enumerating all their various barbarous names and the different wines that are extracted from them the most famous of all are those which for the sake of distinction have received the name of royal palms because they were preserved solely by the kings of persia these used to grow nowhere but at babylon and there only in the garden of bagus that being the persian for an eunuch several of whom have even reigned over that country this garden was always carefully retained within the precincts of the royal court in the southern parts of the world the dates known as siagri hold the highest rank and next after them those that are called margarides these lasts are short white and round and bear a stronger resemblance to grapes than to dates for which reason it is that they have received their name in consequence of their close resemblance to margaritae or pearls it is said that there is only one tree that bears them and that in the locality known as chora 
The same is the case also with the tree that bears the siagri. We have heard a wonderful story, too, relative to this last tree, to the effect that it dies and comes to life again in a similar manner to the phoenix, which it is generally thought has borrowed its name from the palm tree, in consequence of this peculiarity. At the moment that I am writing this, that tree is still bearing fruit. As for the fruit itself, it is large, hard, and of a rough appearance, and differing in taste from all the other kinds, having a sort of a wild flavor peculiar to itself, and not unlike that of the flesh of the wild boar. It is evidently the circumstance from which it has derived its name of Siagras. In the fourth rank are the dates called Sandalides, from their resemblance to a sandal in shape. It is stated that on the confines of Ethiopia there are but five of these trees at the most, no less remarkable for the singular lusciousness of their fruit than for their extreme rarity. Next to these the dates known as Cariote are the most esteemed, affording not only plenty of nutriment, but a great abundance of juice. It is from these that the principal wines are made in the East. These wines are apt to affect the head, a circumstance from which the fruit derives its name. But if these trees are remarkable for their abundance and fruitfulness, it is in Judea that they enjoy the greatest repute, not indeed throughout the whole of that territory, but more particularly at Hierarchus, although those that grow at Archelaus, Phasaelus, and Levias, valleys in the same territory, are highly esteemed. The more remarkable quality of these is a rich, unctuous juice. They are of a milky consistency, and have a sort of a vinous flavor with a remarkable sweetness, like that of honey. The Nicolaian dates are of a similar kind, but somewhat drier. They are of remarkable size, so much so indeed that four of them, placed end to end, will make a cubit in length. A less fine kind, but of sister quality to the Cariote for flavor, are the Adelphides, hence so-called. These come next to them in sweetness, but still are by no means their equals. A third kind again are the Patate, which abound in juice to excess so much so indeed that fruit bursts in its excess of liquor even upon the parent tree and presents all the appearance of having been trodden under foot there are numerous kinds of dates also of a drier nature which are long and slender and sometimes of a curved shape those of this sort which we consecrate to the worship of the gods are called chiadae by the jews a nation remarkable for the contempt which they manifest of the divinities those found all over Thebias and Arabia are dry and small, with a shriveled body. Being parched up and scorched by the constant heat, they are covered with what more nearly resembles a shell than a skin. In Ethiopia the date is quite brittle, even so great is the dryness of the climate. Hence the people are able to knead it into a kind of bread, just like so much flour. It grows upon a shrub which branches a cubit in length. It has a broad leaf, and the fruit is round and larger than an apple. The name of this date is Koix. It comes to maturity in three years, and there is always fruit to be found upon the shrub in various stages of maturity. The date of Thebias is at once packed in casks, with all its natural heat and freshness, for without this precaution it quickly becomes vapid. It is of a poor sickly taste, too, if it is not exposed before it is eaten to the heat of an oven. 
the other kinds of dates appear to be of an ordinary nature and are generally known as trigamata but in some parts of phoenicia and cilicia they are commonly called balani a name which has been also borrowed by us there are numerous kinds of them which differ from one another in being round or oblong as also in color for some of them are black and others red indeed it is said that they are present no fewer varieties of color than the fig the white ones however are the most esteemed they differ also in size according to the number which it requires to make a cubit in length some indeed are no larger than a bean those are best adapted for keeping which are produced in salt and sandy soils judea and cyrenacea in africa for instance those however of egypt cyprus syria and seleucia in assyria will not keep hence it is that they are much used for fattening swine and other animals it is a sign that the fruit is either spoilt or old when the white protuberance disappears by which it has adhered to the cluster some of the soldiers of alexander's army were choked by eating green dates and a similar effect is produced in the country of the gadrosi by the natural quality of the fruit while in other places again the same results arise from eating them to excess indeed when in a fresh state they are so remarkably luscious that there would be no end to eating them were it not for the fear of the dangerous consequences that would be sure to ensue end of section fifteen recording by lawrence trask mount vernon ohio interfaceaudio.com